It's my favorite part of every superhero movie. It's the origin story, and everybody has one. Welcome to Pinecone Turkey's The Origin Story Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Henry Harris, and it's my privilege to interview superheroes from all walks of life to find out how they got from A to B, to see where they might be going next, and how we all can learn from their journey. what I'm gonna do. It's just still there's still some some little tricks I'm trying to figure out, but yeah, because then I can get a yeah, it's kind of a Grateful Dead kind of thing to do. I think. What do you mean by it? it's a Grateful uh, Dead kind well, of thing? Well, okay, you, so you I'm jumping try- keys or chords. Or? Well, so I'm trying to like, um, and this was John, my buddy John, guitar player friend's idea was it was originally just this kind of. Chuck Berry thing, which is so nice when it goes to this 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 uh, A right here, and it just resolves because it just so uh, it just makes you want to jump up and pump your fist. So <laughs> save that to the for the chorus. Okay. So but it, so instead of that, give them that, which is a a, a little F sharp because it's just I mean it's still cool. It's just it's just kind of suspension of uh, endorphin or something and then you can do the same and give them the actual F here instead of the F sharp and then for the chorus you then you go once they've heard some of that but then you're gonna hit it right here so if that's like a big rock and roll show thing when you hit that chord you're gonna know it, it's going to be undeniable. People are just—it's so funny because like you want it to uh, complete. Yeah. Like you're you're like in your yes whatever whatever exactly whatever it is. you, you want, want that major there. chord so bad you do not know that you want it but you want that major chord so as soon as it comes it's like oh yes that's yeah. what I was waiting for and you didn't know you were waiting for it I love that. that's the key to a great rock song I didn't actually come up with that that was John's idea and it was brilliant and if you think about it and you go through other songs. That happens a lot. I it, dig it's that. just that's what's one of the trillion great things about music is that there's always something else, other another layer to learn. You know. I absolutely love that. Uh, well, everyone, welcome to the Origin Story Podcast. This is a Will and Michael episode as we we're working on our projects. I'm trying to write a book. He's writing new songs. Yeah. And uh, that is part of one of his new ones. Yes, sir. So I got a question. So, do you? Uh, you got to have like your favorite chord progressions that you love doing. One hundred percent. So how do you fight to not do those all the time? I'm, I'm, uh, <laughs> how do you? That is really that? hard. Well, it's really I, I try not to worry about it. Is the main thing. Um, try not to worry. I think the way that I get past it anyway is that you you don't worry so much about the chord progressions. Um, you worry more about the melody. So the melody can change no matter what the chord progressions are, uh, and if you if you in a you know you go back to the guy I always go back to with this is Springsteen, like he uses the same shit over and over again, and it's and but it's wonderful, you know what I mean? At least for me it is. I mean he um, he just put out a a, a new a new record uh, about a month ago or maybe, no two weeks ago. He put it out on Father's Day weekend, which I thought was hilarious. Because he's 69 years old, and all of his fans are 
that age or younger, you know what I mean? Like, right, or whatever. Right. So it was like, the, this, that, is what you, this is what you should get your dad for Father's Day. It's like, this is it. I just made this easy for you people. Just get, it, get in my new record. Completely. You I can't make I mean? this any easier for you. It's smart <laughs> you know, just... and funny at the same time because people call it stuff dad rock, which is fine, whatever. Uh, I mean, at one time he was the you know most exciting rock and roll star in the world, you know. So well, uh, I don't listen to a whole lot of radio, uh, like in general. But like you know, B ninety eight point five, which is I don't know what it's called now, but yeah. it's adult contemporary, like put you to sleep while you're working your office. Yeah, yeah. Music, you know, Prince is on there, and you know Prince didn't start off. Yeah, career thinking, oh, exactly. You know, one day I'm gonna be lulling exactly. people to sleep as they get paid twenty dollars an hour. That my, if, every time he puts one out, I usually find one or two. Springsteen that I that I love right and so immediately I will try and learn that song I'll be like that is so cool what is that that he's doing and it, it's almost always like a trick he's used before in a song that I've learned before and been like oh there it is again way to go but I didn't know it, it I didn't I had to sit down and take it apart to, to do that it. it's not like your brain said okay that sounds like dancing with the dark or whatever you know it's just it just I don't know something so, something he's done so anytime you're working on a song, you should definitely just try not to repeat yourself. But but uh, I think you, you, it's not that hard to be honest about it. You yeah, know? Well, I love the fact that you do even as you know a musical you know somebody who's been doing it as long as you have, you still have to kind of deconstruct it and break it down because mm-hmm. in the moment you're just enjoying it. I want to clarify just one thing. So we were talking to the chord, you know, yeah. changes. Yeah, you know that's like it's a simple you know one person playing guitar. Yeah. That is the you know the chord change. The melody is what they are singing. Yeah, the melody is yeah you know like here comes the sun. You know that's the melody. You know or or, uh, you know uh, I'm the wayfarer baby, which is the one of the Springsteen tunes. Uh, But you know it's it's this nice little pretty descending thing, and that's 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 the thing that people remember. That's the earworm. Mm. You know, is the is the melody that gets in people's heads, and I think that's the that's that's what I always gravitate to, and always will. Okay, and and so where you're listening to it though, you're it's just part of that. I'm trying to. um, There's a a writer I like a lot, so I'm reading one of her books, and I'm every time there's a scene change, I'm stopping to read and then taking notes on exactly how she did what she did. Yeah, but I've. Oftentimes, I'll just be reading and get lost in the story, and then I'm like, "Oh well, oh shit, I forgot I was supposed to be stopping and taking right." Notes. And it actually it takes a lot of work just yeah. to deconstruct it and to look for every little. And so, when you do uh, that, are you are you like just trying to like see how she set up the change or how she closed that scene? A bef- lot of that, yeah, yeah. Like you'll you'll sit there looking at a, the computer or the you know the notepad and be like, "Well, how do I get them from like here to there?" And like you you make it so confusing, and then you read and like, yeah, oh, she just started a new paragraph and said, "In the bathroom, they you know like yeah 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 like you make it really hard." And yeah, sometimes it's just simple, right? <laughs> Completely right. Uh, but other times it happens so skillfully, like you don't even notice it really. Yeah, and that's kind of the fun of trying to. I mean, I think if I had more patience, I should read the book first all the way through, make some general notes, and then go back and analyze it. But I'm just kind of doing well, it. What's her name, the author? Uh, Tana French. Tana French, okay, yeah. She's an Irish writer, and uh, like myself, she's a theater person also. Yeah. And she's been writing these uh, series of books, and they this is a standalone book, but generally she's been writing wrote five or six of these books in the Dublin Murder Squad. Which doesn't exist, by the way. There is no Dublin Murder Squad. Okay. Rather be this cool like thing to have. Uh, yeah, it sounds cool. It is cool, and each book has 
is written from a different character's point of view. Yeah. So, like, the first one I read, you know, is about Detective A and B. And, you know, every now and then, man, they got to deal with that jackass Detective J. And then book two is about a different case and is from Detective J's point of view. Okay. And maybe the others are, have gone away or, like, died tragically or who knows. Yeah. But it's in the same universe. And it's really pretty fun. So, this one is uh, a complete departure. Okay. I'm liking it so far. You know, it's cool with those masters, I think, you know, that... Sometimes, like you were saying, they are setting it up, and it is this very condensed thing. And sometimes it's just simple. It's like it, it must be fun to kind of flex that muscle and be like, you know what? For this, I just need to just do this, you know whatever feels right. You completely, know? completely. It's cool. I mean, so it's pretty liberating. Like, oh, okay. and also you realize, like, oh, well, that wasn't that right. That wasn't that brilliant. I could do that. It didn't need to be brilliant. It just, you <laughs> it know, just needed it just to work. Needed to be done. Yeah, it just needed to work in exactly. the context of the story or the song or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. So it's been a bit since we've done this. It has. Life sorry is, about that. Uh, yeah. Well, sorry back at you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Life happens, it man. It takes two not to do things. Yeah. Um, I've been working on some writing. You've been working on some songs. Yep. Uh, yeah. Do you want me to want to tell us about the new song? Sure, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I've, I've been sitting on these. Uh, we might have talked about this at the beginning when we kind of set this up. We probably did. But, but I've been sitting on these songs, and they're like these sort of unfinished things. And some of them are like snippets in my phone, voice memo and stuff like that. You know, and it's just, and, and I'm just sort of, and this is stupid because you should never do this. It's almost like I'm, uh, I'm waiting for like some subject matter. And, and that's not the way to do it. As we've talked about in the past, you, no one should ever be like, wait for inspiration to strike. That's like a rookie move. Like if you gotta, you gotta get down and work on it. And truth be told, I just, I, I didn't have the right headspace to sort of, to, to, to knock it out. Uh, but you I had to talk a little bit about that. Yeah, or no? sure. Well, I just well, I'll talk about the, the the song in general. Is that I had this super cool? Well, I think it's super cool. This 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 rock chord progression, and it's totally a rock and roll chord progression, you know. And so every time I would sit down to write it, it it would come into being this sort of sad thing, you know. And it and it's just because of like we said, life and stuff that's going on. You know, Aaron's dad died. I think we you were part of that, and that 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 was a very heavy thing that sort of. And so when that's, that kind of stuff is on your mind, you kind of naturally gravitate to that. But I did not want this song to be that. You know what I mean? I just, I just didn't. Uh, so I tried a couple times to get it right, and, 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 and just nothing seemed to fit. And then I was, so I went to, I was determined to, like, get it. You know, so I went to Leon's, uh, full service. I'm a big wonderful, fan of Leon's. Yeah, a wonderful restaurant. And it was, like, a Monday, like, two weeks ago. It was like a Monday night. No, it was a Tuesday night. It was a Tuesday night because I went to Leon's and there was nobody in there, like maybe three other people. And I was like, I'm going to sit here with my notebook and I'm going to finish this damn thing no matter nice. what. And so, uh, you know, over a few beers, well, as I was going, very like French of me, like, you know, whatever, <laughs> yeah. you know, to sit out in the, in the, in the, in the Decatur Cafe, the, yeah, very French, French redneck. Right, uh, right drunk at it's over. And like, and once again, I started to write it, and it was, I write a whole first verse. I was like, that's pretty good, but it was so sad. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, and I was like, all right, so instead of just scrapping it and getting frustrated, I'm just going to move on to the next verse. What would the next verse be about? And suddenly it popped into my head 
that I wanted to write, it wanted it to be like about an adventure. And I already knew the course. It's like full speed ahead was the course. I already had that written. It's, it was just like, because the riff kind of sounds like that. Nice. Like full speed ahead, and that'll be a fun like rock song. Like full band, guitar screaming, the whole outside kind of a rock song. You right. know what I mean? I dig it. Like I a closer, you, you know, yeah. that type of tune. And so... I was like, I think what I want to write about is an adventure. And I was going back in my head like an adventure. And I was thinking about this time when I had just about, uh, I guess I was, a, it was a, from going from sophomore to junior in college at Ole Miss. And uh, a, a buddy of mine, I'll leave him out of it for his own, <laughs> for his own whatever, in case his whatever kids hear it at some point. But so a buddy of mine uh, and I, we captured a bunch of mushrooms and spent the entire summer kind of selling and bartering with the mushrooms. And it was so damn fun. And I was just remembering like every step of the way about it. Like we went to go hunt mushrooms and we found them in a cow field and we had, it happened to be drizzling raining while we were doing it. And it was, we had so many, we were kind of scared about it. They were all (laughs) over the floorboards of the car. And we were both interns at the time at a bank in Memphis, like, you know, not a very, like, whatever. We had plenty of free time, you know, during the summer. And it was just a very free time. And it's like, okay, what do we do with these mushrooms? All right. Well, we were going on a canoe trip in, like, a month, like, with a bunch of our buddies. So we started to, like, so, like, we dehydrated them. And we, 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 we put them in bags, and we would trade them. So we traded some for uh, an Old Town canoe, which is a killer canoe. Oh, that's tr- a, brand, a brand name y- of a canoe. Yeah, instead of renting the canoe, now we had one we could bring. It's a killer, killer, like, fiberglass canoe. So we had that, and we traded, you know, we traded some for cash, which then we funded this whole <laughs> canoe trip. You know, we traded them for other stuff, you know, sure. as you can imagine. As the case may be. Yeah, and uh, it was just so fun. And I just, the more I thought about it, the, the, the more I was getting excited just remembering the story, and I was like, that's it's, it's got to be about that time. Oh, my God. I love that. It's got to be about that whole summer. Uh, a summer of college. Nobody yeah. Nobody told me. I just did it because my friends were doing it. But You're right. You better it's great. believe Hank is going to do a summer oh, of college. That is the best. It's good. It's just great. You know? And I wanted... That was the feeling I was trying to capture. Just something freaking fun that everybody remembers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or is going through. Or, right. or is it going to go through, you know, certainly. Like you said, Hank will do it one day. So that's one of the songs you want him playing. You want playing on Rock 103 as he's doing it or something. <laughs> Completely. Yeah. Completely. That, that's very, very cool. Uh, how about for the, the music of it? You know, you had... I pretty much had that already. That was the whole thing about it. Uh, it the only little tricks were, like I told you, with... Um, like I told you with uh, working on it with, with my buddy John was just, I had it in a real obvious place because I just thought it sounded so good. And he uh, just took kind of like that thing we were talking about on on the, on the, uh, at the beginning, instead of just making it real obvious, save the major chord for the chorus. Pay that off. You know, because it's a payoff. Exactly what it is. It's yeah. so cool. I was taking vocal lessons, um, getting ready to audition for a, like a musical theater piece. Oh, fantastic. And um, the guy, you know, my musical theater education is not strong. You know, I've, I've seen yeah. it, but, you know, it's, it's good for the average person, probably not good for the professional actor. And uh, so he was playing a little bit of things and saying, like, well, this is how, like, Andrew Lloyd Webber would compose this kind of thing. And he played it for me. And then he's like, this is what Sondheim would do with it. And it was really cool to see the kind yeah. of different 
little small things, you know, that they would do to completely transform it. Right. And, and, and you got, could hear his style as soon as he said it, right? Completely. And I got why, you know, they love Sondheim so much. He's yeah. just so complicated. It's just so much more. Yeah. And it's, it was fascinating. He's one of the master guys. Oh, I yeah. mean, like he's, um, yeah, can't even, he's got a couple of books out I should read actually too. Yeah. Uh, well, cool, man. Do you want to play the song? Absolutely. Wanna, all right, sweet. Yeah, I would be happy to play it. So again, it's full speed ahead. Oh, no, I think this will be fine, and I'll just kind of do it like this. All okay, right. cool. All right, so it's the second time ever performed. The first time was uh, 20 minutes ago. So thick you could conjure Elvis and ask him to take the bridge on train I ride. We got psychedelics on the floorboards, bartering drugs and praising the Lord and pardoning the waves like Moses at the creek. Please don't try to slow me down. Cause I can sing like Jackson. Yeah. 
uh, how does it feel to play it uh, play it again? That feels great, man. Um, I love that song. You know, I'm happy about it. Is that is that a, a, a normal occurrence no. or as well? Or no, no, that's not normal. Normally, you're kind of unsure about it. That one, I'm pretty sure about. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's pretty strong. Right? Yeah, yeah, we're gonna definitely. So uh, we and, and the the and it's fun because like I've been writing songs that fit the more Haraway Brothers thing for so long. I've been kind of in that mode, just because that's just kind of where I've I've just been in that mode. Um, and then that came out, and it was like, ah, oh, that's a Sundog song. Let's yes. get loud. You know, yes. <laughs> that's exactly what I want. I just didn't know. I wish I could flex that muscle more often. It's just you got to wait for it, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, fun fun stuff. We're going to do it in uh, we're doing a show in Dunwoody, like the downtown, whatever, out in the, you know, whatever their kind of community square deal is on uh, August 2nd. And oh, cool. Definitely going to do that. Well, outstanding. I'll, I will make sure. The whole sure. band is going to be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So do you have in mind in your head like what like what the drummer will add and what the bass player will add? Or are you just like, hey, like work around this or let's figure out? I got out an idea. Or? Oh, yeah. I definitely got ideas. But, I mean, it'll be a communal thing. Like definitely people will come up with things that are cooler than I'm thinking of. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the fun part is that I'm just thinking about that obviously being a very aggressive, fun drum song to play and a really, really heavy bass line that's, you know, kind of stops in the chorus, but I mean, stops in the verses, but rolls back into the chorus just to kind of make tension and all that stuff. But, but the stuff the guys will come up with will be better than what I am even thinking of. And that's what's fun is to just think about that that whole process is coming. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's uh, that's got to be a good time mm-hmm. collaboration-wise. You know, everybody get in the room and that's just the best. Riff, riff New and songs are the best. That's what keeps these bands together is when you finally... You know, when you when it's when you write one and everybody knows it's cool, and you're the only ones that know it's cool. Oh, you know that's I mean? gotta be a great feeling. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, oh, we did this. It's great. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That you never get tired of that shit, ever. Uh, and you got a few gigs coming up, right? And I, we, I'll, I'll link to your website. Uh, yeah, that one's the that one's the the one that's like the the. The, the the next like big high profile one that that'll be that'll be cool. I just want to talk about James Mercury there. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah. That's that is a good one. Golly, thank you for jogging my memory. Yeah, dude. We're, um, so we're doing the Red River Folk Fest out in New Mexico, and James McMurtry is the headliner, and Bob Schneider's on there, and it's just cool, dude. Um, and it's I'm not sure exactly who's going to be doing it yet, but I, but it was like one of those things that like when I was told about it that we were invited and it was like I don't know who else is doing it but I'm doing it I'm going <laughs> so, right I know we all got a lot going on you know Lee right. just had a newborn and all that kind of stuff but New Mexico in the fall right I mean you gotta, I'm di- I mean pass that I, up. I am pretty sure if I've been to New Mexico it was just maybe doing like Grand Canyon stuff or on the way to it or something like that you know but but not but definitely not spending any time there so yeah, I've never been, but it's, it's supposed to be. But man, James McMurtry's James McMurtry's the James headliner. Fucking McMurtry. What are you gonna do about yeah, that? If you haven't listened to him, you got to. Well, we told, we've talked about him on this podcast. I know he's just a hero, of mine. I mean, I yeah, said, me that just I'll go just to watch him, but to be part of anything he's doing is uh, it's the whole reason to do this stuff, you know? Completely, completely. Uh, so, like we were talking about, uh, you know, me trying to break down this mm-hmm. book because it's the same genre of what I'm trying to write. Yeah, uh, we saw a show together recently. Yeah. And part of the, what I enjoyed at the show, after my, whatever, you know, one and a half beers, or 
There's big beers there. Or how many beers there were. There's there big beers at Variety. But I enjoyed watching you watch the band. Okay. And I and I wondered, and I wanted to ask you a little bit about it. Uh, like when I go see a play, yeah, it's work, even if it's oh, yeah. fun. But like I'm analyzing. How nice was the box office person? What was yeah. that experience like? You know, okay, how hard is it to then find my seat? Are the people giving the programs out? Are they letting me know how long the play is and where the bathrooms are? Yeah. You know, I'm analyzing every single second of it because that's just what I do. Makes sense. And it gets even worse when the play actually begins. Yeah. Then I'm not only analyzing it from a producer's standpoint, but yeah. also from a director and an actor's standpoint. Yeah. Yes, I do the exact the same, same exact thing. thing. Yeah, it's there's be, no right? doubt. Yes, the whole time. It drives my wife insane. It's got to. Yeah. <laughs> I do the whole time. It's like But generally if it's going good, then it's it's a it's a fun experience. I'm sure you would you would say that. You're like, Oh, they're nailing that or oh, oh that guy's like, great. You know what I mean? Or or those kind of things. You know, I like, think the highs are, are really high and yeah. higher than like a normal audience member because you realize also how stupidly yeah. hard it is. And like a yeah, lot of yeah. times they make it look easy. How hard it is to be that good, yeah. Exactly, exactly yeah. How hard it is to make it look easy. Yeah. And uh, so, but when it's bad, you're like, you know, like, why did you even do that? You know, like, but you also, you have sympathy. Yeah. You do get how hard it is, especially like with a limited budget. Yeah. But at the same time, you're also like, well, why did you waste all of our time? Like, yeah. You had to know this sucked. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and yet you still went ahead and did this to us. Or it, it's not even to be that harsh about it. Because we're still talking about the same show, which we could say it was a Sunbolt show last Tuesday. Oh, I was, I, and I was thinking of a play when I, okay, said, I was not all right. referring to that show. Okay, well, see, that's where my mind went, was immediately... No, and, let's and, talk about the show. Yeah, we, yeah, and it's it, it, the, the, the thing, it wasn't that, in my mind, it was like, you could be, you're leaving too much of your good stuff on the table. So when you're saying, like, it sucked, I would never say that about Jay and any of his tunes, but, like, you're say, but you are thinking to yourself, like, Man, that's not your best stuff, and you just spent forty-five minutes on it. You know, it's like, and I get it. You want to get whatever the new thing is out, but but I think sometimes it's hard for people to prioritize. Like, I don't know. There's so many things that you have to do right. You know, what I mean, and and hey, I'm just a dude sitting in my basement doing a podcast. He's JFR with you know tons of records sold. Sure, I'm just a right. fan, but I just like to see. That, yeah. yeah, that was where my frustration was. And you know, for the for record, sure. I was when I was saying sucked. I was not. I was thinking about plays, oh, I got you, plays I got you, that yeah, I've been yeah, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. which yeah. it is a different. It is a different thing because, like you know, with, with I mean, you can walk out of a place certainly, but you can't like just turn to your friend and talk and drink your beer. You, yeah, yeah, you gotta yeah. be quiet at least. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so this was a Sunvolt show that we were both at, and Sunvolt is a band I listened to in college. One of my favorite bands of all times. I mean, one of my voice I just love. Yeah. And but what I figured out about my listening habits to yeah. them is that you know I will play that you know three to seven songs that I love yeah. over and over again yeah yeah and not really get to a point where I'm like oh I don't you know the voice you know yeah what yeah well it's just a, it's a package deal was that his voice didn't seem to have a whole lot of range yeah no so no that's part of his see, thing I love just that yeah just that little yeah. riff right there. Uh, they played the shit out of that too. They did it honky tonk style. If you remember, they did it like they did it like a Waylon Jennings song, which I'd never heard him do it that way. And that was that was alone was worth going. Like so, it was a great show. Yeah, exactly. It's a, is the thing for the listener to know. It was really was a great show. It was just I can't help but pick it apart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
that that, 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 that does make sense and I get yeah. why you know significant others or whatever would not necessarily yeah. always want to go to a show uh, with you uh, if you were going to give I know this is like very like yeah. you know hubris or whatever but like so if you were going to give a note it would be uh, don't play as long kind of the no no I just, new stuff just I don't know just keep up with uh, your sound you know um, it, it just where the uh where you could make changes, I guess there, there's a whole, there's a whole sound of his that I love. It's this surf, uh, Bakersfield country thing that he did on that record, Honky Tonk, and it was like that almost would have been like the perfect like. But again, what do I know? This is just the thing in my brain, you know, that I think while the show's going on, <laughs> and when he does one of those songs, it's like, oh yes, we should do like six or seven more of those. But everybody has their favorites. There's Come somebody there that had never seen him before guaranteed and just thought it was the most badass thing and and it was the most badass thing you know which is the paradox of the whole thing it was Completely. terrific and it's you know all I mean? and once he's playing it it's not his show anymore it's it's, it's everyone's it's every audience member show and if they're gonna respond however they're gonna respond and, yeah and i think i guess i'm sure he's got a you know a callus as big as anything you know that because you have to. That's you, right. There's always going to be somebody who there's hates There's always some asshole like Will Haraway yeah. telling you to play more Honky Tonk record. Right. <laughs> well, you look at like, uh, like on Amazon.com, the reviews for like, you know, like Wuthering Heights or you know, something like so, you know, oh, no. some novel that's you know, stood the test of time already. Right. And they're like, I don't like it. You know? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, so, yeah. Like, you know, people are just going to not like stuff. That's right. That's right. Um, but yeah, that was fun. I, I, I and I, yes, I was really just enjoying the work of the the drummer and the, especially that lead guitar player. It's just just great players. Just watching and and trying to break it down to stupid stuff like, man, I wonder what delay pedal he's working on with that. <laughs> What's, what tremolo pedal does he have? You know that kind of stuff, right? Because uh, yeah, there is the music and there's also yeah. all the mechanisms for making the music. Right? Making yeah, it's like man, that sounds great. I wonder how he's doing that. They're right. Just that kind of stuff. I love that actually. That was very cool. Yeah. Um, have you seen any other shows recently? Oh uh, yeah, uh, I saw Driving and Crying last Friday. Oh right. Now, yeah, you you're huge fans, and I certainly was. Yeah, I recently. Though. I was man, it was great, and it was at Center Stage, which I hadn't been to in years, and it's like. Yeah, it's just such a cool place. I'd forgotten, you know. It's almost, it's like almost like a tiny little stadium stuck there in that development. Is it in the round? The See, stadium? I thought maybe it was at one time, but it certainly isn't now. Now it's just like like imagine variety or something, but instead it's just uh, and it holds a thousand people in there. But oh my it's, gosh, yeah, I, but it doesn't even feel that way. But but it's it's just sort of the stage comes and you have the pit, and then it's just seats a bowl that rises up like theater style you know, floppy movie seats right. that go all the way up to the ceiling. And so it's, I, don't, I, I spent some time on the floor and then I spent some time just kind of hanging out in the seats and God, it was just a great deal. I'd, it's just fun to remember that those places are still out there. They don't, and it's wondering, like why, you think to yourself, like why didn't I go there, you know? Uh, why hadn't I been there? Why don't I make it more of a habit? But you look at like at the posters and it's like, that's where like, Little Steven Van Zant comes and brings his like soul band, you know, oh, like really? th yeah, like things that like automatically sell, you know, uh, sell a thousand seats. We'll just the promoter will just be like, oh, that's perfect. Yeah, Boom, we'll take done. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's the experience that you know Little Steven Van Zant wants. You know, is something he just wants it to be sold out and badass. You know, in a cool room. Yeah, and that's all he's looking for. He's rich as hell. <laughs> right, exactly. He doesn't need the extra ticket sales. Right? Yeah, yeah. It, it has been a good summer though. We took them. I, I don't think we had talked to them. We 
maybe we we had either just talked right before them, but we took them to 420 on that Sunday specifically to see Isbel because they love them. I mean, they love the song. They love the songs as much as Taylor Swift songs or whatever. You yeah. know what I mean? Which they love Taylor Swift. Don't get me wrong. You know, but. Um, I don't know. I've I've been pretty happy about it lately. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> They're raised so rice, into it. As they say, raised right. <laughs> well, they say you can't brainwash your children. I say that is false. <laughs> to a certain point. <laughs> right. You can at least and provide. one eighty. You can at least provide like a baseline. You know what I mean? I don't know. At least give them give them a something to work with. Well, completely. But now, completely. yeah, but she, but she is all. She kill me for talking about it. But she is. I just won't say who. But she's she's finally like gotten into playing guitar. Because there was a boy that sh- that is that I played guitar with when we were on this vacation, and he's a great little dude, great got great taste, great little player, and uh, you know he's a cute little dude, and I think maybe she's inspired him to. I mean, he's inspired her to to take it seriously. Outstanding. So, she, so pretty much, like, I mean, not every day, but every other day, she's working on some tunes, which is great. That's awesome. Yeah, it's really fun, man. And like I said, I think it's gotten Leela to want to play more. And maybe, who knows, man, maybe it's inspired me to. Either way, it all works. I love that. I mean, the yeah. idea of like being able to play music with a family. Yeah, man. You know, is That's seems what we're... pretty stellar. I mean, yeah. and you, you know, you've had that you know, with your uncles. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. Like, I, yeah, 100%. And I think that is, I don't know, maybe that's just where it comes from. Because that is just so fun. Speak that language and... Here's this tune and yeah, all that. Go up to you know. Hey, this is all something I'm working on. Yeah. What do you think? You know, like, come in, come on. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, for sure, man. Well, let's talk. We'll talk a little writing stuff for a little bit. Yeah. We'll, uh, Please. Let's manage the time. So I think my assignment from our last meeting was really to look at the female uh, victim in this case, which right. is also kind of the, you know a protagonist to to a certain degree. And I think her name was Chloe, and the more character traits I kind of wrote about her, I was really falling into that magic pixie kind of girl kind of trope, yeah. which has been so thoroughly dismantled, you know, as it, as, as it should be. Yeah. You know, like the, the cute girl who's, she's really hot, but she's also kind of cute. Yeah, and yeah, she's yeah. amazingly available for your protagonist. <laughs> right, she never has a boyfriend. Yeah, completely, exactly. Because <laughs> those girls never have boyfriends. Or he's like really mean, and <laughs> right. he comes along, and he's a little too nice, but then like he changes a little bit, and he's the one, and they wind up together. So I don't yeah. want to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the whole point, like almost talking about like, you know, the core progression and like, you know, paying it off. Yeah. You know, the whole point of what I'm trying to do is to take these, you know, uh, scenes that have to be there, like in a murder mystery and or like a romantic comedy. You know, the, you, the audience expects it. Yeah. You have to have the scenes. But you have to try to innovate on them and surprise them. So everything I was doing was completely, I was innovating on nothing. Yeah. So I've changed her around a little bit. I've, I've changed her name one. She's Vanessa. Okay. She'll go by V. Okay. Um, I think she's Italian. Okay. I think she's strong. I think she's tall and angular. Yeah. Um, of course, she's going to be, you know, she's, you know, in her early to mid 20s. So she's going to be a little damaged. Right. <laughs> having, you know, we don't figure things out until That's true. much later, if ever. If ever, right. Um, I think, you know, at my kind of device for her to record her year, you know, if you recall the, yeah. the, the conceit, the trope, I won't repeat it now, um, is photography. So I think it was her uncle she had a very good relationship with. I think yeah. maybe he had a photography shop, you know, in the city, and she grew up on Long Island. And so I think he is what got her into that. And I think he probably committed suicide. Okay. 15 years. Yeah. And I think that fucked her up. Um, 
And that's kind of that's a, that's about where I am with her. So I did I spent a little bit of time on that, but then I also had a few other projects that came up. And then when they come up, you know, there's a deadline. Yeah, you got to do it, man. Especially when you're doing the right the the right club and uh, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, when you got a deadline, you got a deadline. That's, prof- that's a that's a gig. That's what that is. It's a gig. Yeah, it's a non-paying gig, but that's still a gig. I played plenty of those, man. <laughs> yeah, you and me both. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so I did right club fairly recently. I mean, last month or the month before last. And, uh, you know, for those of you all who don't know, it's, again, you get two topics. There's two combatants. So let's say if Will and I were doing Right Club against each yeah. other, he would get an assignment uh, long, in this case. Mine was short. And then you write whatever you want on it, and you have seven minutes to present that to the crowd. Audience applause determines the Yeah, word. it's really a fun, fun thing. It really is. It's super fun. I encourage anybody to check it out, Right Club Atlanta. They got a Facebook yeah. page and all that. Yeah, so it's such a good, just a good time. So I did this again. I was pleased with what I wrote, but when I got up there to do it, I was, uh, I was really nervous. Well, I don't blame you. I mean, it's pretty. It's, well, I hear you, but it is. It is. I mean, just thinking about doing that myself, it sounds, you know. Yeah, it was. I was daunting. I so I liked uh, in the with theater world. I would say I liked the play, but not the production. Yeah. You know, I liked the written document that I wrote. I didn't necessarily like my presentation. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was super fun, and uh, I did not win. But it was close. They had oh, okay. a recount. Yeah, well, that's 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 and, what you uh, want. And it also doesn't matter. <laughs> no, it also <laughs> doesn't matter at all. Yeah, you know, it's just kind of overcoming that fear. And of course, right before I did, I was like, "Why am I doing this? I don't want to be doing this right now. This is there's nothing enjoyable about this." But the truth is, I wouldn't have written that piece, and it was a short story. Yeah. So I wouldn't have had that story had I not been given this assignment and had to go through the torture of actually doing it. Yeah. Um, and that's just the truth of it. So and that's exactly what we're talking about. Yeah, that's exactly. You got to sit. It's fun to have deadlines. It, deadlines are good. They're very important. Yeah, they usually work. Yeah. yeah. So I have a new story out of it. And then um, just recently, too, there's an annual event here called the One Minute Play Festival. Yeah. And it's not just here, actually, it's nationwide. And a guy named Dominic D'Andrea, uh, who is uh, out of New York, I don't know if he started it or if he's mm-hmm. just run it as long as I've been aware of it, which is like, you know, close to a decade now. Mm-hmm. And basically the whole point of the thing is to get like the minute pulse of a community through theater. So playwrights are asked to write a one minute play. Yeah. Uh, directors are assigned. Directors come up with the actors. And then for one or two nights, depending on the, you know, where it's being held, you know, they will all get together and do that. And it's really cool. It's really cool to act in because you get to see, you know, so many actors maybe you don't have seen in a while. Yeah. Uh, it's cool as a director because you have this again. Basically, you have like seven minutes to orchestrate. You know, there's very little props. You know, there's rules like you, know, you only have like three chairs. Yeah. Props you can bring on that kind of thing. But it's a it's a cool theater exercise. It but is. I also think it's a cool societal exercise because you get to see at least from the point of view of these playwrights what's going on in your city at yeah. the time. So I just finished one of that, turned it in. We haven't had rehearsals or anything yet, but uh, sometimes you have to do rewrites on them if they're long. Man, that sounds great. Get complicated. Yeah, I'm excited. So it'll be at the end of July. Okay. I'll put that up. and. So when will we get to see it? Yeah, end of July. Like I think it's, uh, I don't remember the dates exactly. but Okay. I'm sure I'll put them in the flock email, which y'all should all sign up. Everyone should sign up for the flock email. And if not, on Pinecone Turkey's uh, Facebook page. or I'll put them in the show notes for this maybe too. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so yeah, so those kind of just taking precedence over writing on the novel. Sure. I've just been reading and outlining, and but I need to get. Um, I've not transitioned well from like being the you know dad with the kid in school, yeah, to being the dad with the kid not in school. 
<laughs> other than these two assignments that had it's to be done. It's not bad. I mean, that's a, it's, it's, there's nothing wrong with like, that. This yeah. whole month has just been like, you know, a wasted month. Hey, man, you get to play too. I do too. Like, I got, I got stuff to do. <laughs> no, I hear you. <laughs> I no, I know what you mean. Job. I know exactly what you mean. But, uh, you know, go. I think you should. You should go uh, to Leon's. I think there's. I think maybe the spot. Just go. Make yourself sit there and drink. Uh, I don't know, half a bottle of wine or maybe a whole bottle of wine. You know, and, it's, uh, I love doing that. It's so easy to make fun of people for doing that. Like, and there's. So you know what? There's like nobody knows I'm working on my screenplay unless they see me do it in a coffee shop. But you know what? The you reason I did it is because I wasn't going to do it here. Yep. That was the one because I was going to be like, oh, I'll go back down and play guitar. Oh, I'll, whatever. Watch a movie or you know, I'll mess around on my phone. Whatever the things that people do. Yep. But I made myself do it, and it was great. And I can't wait to do it again. Completely. You know? it's, I, it, it is fun to get out. And when you get stuck, it can be just as simple as looking at somebody across just the coffee think, shop. Just think, man. Like, just how would I, let, me, it, let me introduce that character who I don't know in you know, six sentences. Yeah. And see what that comes across. And that, because it's a, it's a skill. It's just a do craft. the work. It's a habit. It's fun. So it's fun work it, to do. And that's why I was mad, almost mad at myself. I was like, why in the world did I not sit down and try and write this song like two months ago? Because I lo- I knew it was cool. Why didn't I just try and do it? You know. Yeah, well, that doesn't. Yeah, you can't beat yourself up. Yeah, because you weren't ready. Wasn't I just ready wasn't then. ready then. Yeah, yes. who knows? Exactly. Maybe I wouldn't have thought about mushrooms that day. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Origin Story podcast. The show is produced by Pinecone Turkey. To learn more about Pinecone Turkey, visit pineconeturkey.com, where you can sign up for the Flock email a twice-a-month newsletter that delivers a short film, poetry, a short story, and visual art right to your inbox. It's your monthly dose of art curated by Pinecone Turkey. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can do so by leaving us a rating on iTunes. Thanks for listening.